What's happening? You know what time it is, baby. It's five o'clock. It's Wednesday. It's time for Out of Bounds with your host Brandon Lawrence. Um, look, man, it's a bunch of stuff going on. A bunch of stuff going on. But before we start, look, man, this is just a little thing on the world, man. Everybody, just chill, man. Just chill. Chill with the chill with the you know with the pistols and all the other type of stuff. Everybody, law enforcement, citizens, just chill, man. Let's you know. Let's let's talk. Can Kanye we talk West, this, talk, talk this thing over. Can we talk it over? Huh? You Kanye West, chill. To tell people to chill. Kanye, calm I down. I mean, too, you man. know, I, I think Kanye made uh, uh, what do you call it? The Grammys were boring. So I think as, this is how bad the Grammys were. All right, the Grammys was so bad. That you had to bring Annie Lennox, Tom Petty. Well, well Tom Petty was getting paid for Sam Smith about, article. I'm not talking about, you know, the, the stuff that Sam Smith stole from Tom Petty. But Tom Petty and, you know, the thievery continued with Pharrell, Marvin Gaye, blah, blah, blah. But Madonna, you had to bring all these 80s, 80s stars back to, to live and live and the show up, man. That's how boring that the uh that the uh Grammys were. So Kanye, I'm a Kanye fan. I love Kanye. He's he's brilliant. Um but you know, hey man, what say what you feel, man. Say what you feel. Who who cares? You know, whatever. I mean, we got we, we got a great show for you. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. Um it's happening in the world of sports and just the world in general in general. But let's start with, uh, you know, of course, because the show is brought to you by the law office of Brandon Lawrence, lawyerforthecity.com, lawyerforthecity.com, all that other stuff. Um, and look, before I forget, follow us on um, OOB Radio on Twitter, and I think it's on Instagram too. I don't know. Take some pictures and post it. And uh, Facebook, they keep telling me this thing to say, but I can't remember it's OOB backslash Facebook or forward slash something. But whatever it is, man, just put all the bounds in there and look it up and then follow that and like it and all the other stuff. But <clears throat> let's stick along the lines of uh, this. I mean, this is I'm a lawyer, so let's stick with the legal theme, man. Greg Anthony took a plea deal. Hallelujah. He took a plea deal today. And uh, he's just got to do some community service. I wonder what he's going to do his community service. But his solicitation charge, solicitation of prostitution, was uh, dropped. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he'll be back in business. He'll be back on the side, when I, on the, on the uh, analyst side or whatever. But, hey, it's, it's, it's whatever, man. Good luck to him. Um, yeah, yeah, he, life goes on. But uh, I think I think – Overall, I think people like Greg Anthony. So, you know, he said it was a lapse in judgment. I think people like Greg Anthony, okay? People like him, so they're happy that he's going to be back. But on the other hand, your man Warren Sapp, I don't think people like him, man. I think he's kind of like a jerk. I'm going to tell you. I'll, I'll give you a Warren Sapp story. 
Okay, I used to live in uh, Northern Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, a couple few years ago, right, early two thousands, and um, it was this place called it was this uh it was this club. I can't remember if it was Love or Dream. They're the same club, but they had a diff. They switched the names up. This guy Mark Mark Barnes um owned the owned the club, and you know it was a great club. People going coming in and out. You know, Cameron got shot at the club, you know, stories, whatever, off New York Avenue in D.C., right? So I'm walking up the steps, you know. I mean, I saw a bunch of You saw a bunch of people in this club. You saw uh, Grandmaster, what's his name? Jam Master J before he died. Uh, Big Daddy Kane was there. Um, Naughty by Nature. I mean, you know, not huge stars, but it was cool because it's early 2000s. But anyway, I saw Warren Sapp in the club, right? Warren Sapp, man, the guy's... He's six foot on a good day, right? But he's a big guy, okay? Well, you know, I'm a big guy, so I wasn't that, I wasn't as big as I am at that time. So I'm like, hey, you know, it's Warren Sat. What's up, man? I said, hey. And then I just saw a look in his eye like, don't mess with, you know, don't say anything to me. You know how you get that feeling? You look at somebody and you can tell that they don't want to talk to you. So I took the hint. I took the, uh, I took the context clue, as my wife would say. I took the clue. And uh, I said, look, you know, I want, I'm not going to mess with this guy. I'm not even going to say hi. I'm not going to try to dap him up, blah, blah, blah. And he just kept on going. So if Warren Sapp is anything like the Warren Sapp I saw that night at the club, okay, and, of course, you know, anything could have been going on. But anyway, you should be happy because this is a great club. But if Warren Sapp is anything like that, then I agree with the people who say that Warren Sapp is a jerk. And that's probably why – that's why he probably will have a tougher time getting back, um, getting his analyst job back. And plus, he likes to beat on women. So that's that that doesn't really necessarily help, especially with the NFL's uh anti anti uh violence thing or whatever, whatever they're going through right now. But but uh, you know, yeah, man, that's my Warren Sapp story, man. Right, it's funny because my my buddy of mine called me the other day and that you sound exactly the way he was. The difference between Greg Anthony and Warren Sapp in the situations in their future employment, people like Greg Anthony. He'll, yeah. So he'll be back in a year. Now you got to take a sabbatical. You got to take some time off. Yeah, you got to. Let it, let it blow over. Got to do the Brown But Warren thing. Sapp rubs people the wrong way. And yeah. yeah. Clearly, I mean, he's I, judgmental, man. He's been, he kind of comes off like a tool a little bit. Yeah. He's I mean, judgmental. he does that. And that for that reason alone, he obviously won't be coming back. I mean, he, another example he brought up was a guy like Marv Albert. Marv, a lot of people like Marv Albert. People like him. And what, so what happens? I mean, th- that guy was dressed up in lingerie and biting the women's backs. Yeah. But a year later, he's back and people have forgiven him and let it move and on. It was, because it was a good guy. The Twitter, Facebook revolution. Well, true, so yeah. He's a, you know, he, he a little bit, you don't know the gory details. <laughs> but you find out the details of this Warren Sapp thing. This guy was arguing these women down in the lobby or, in, or somewhere in the hotel. And it's like, look, man. Come on, you know. I mean, it's easy. You know, you, you can, hindsight is twenty twenty. But you know, if I'm making X amount of bucks at uh at at, at you know as being an analyst, if I'm making X amount of dollars being an analyst, I'm not going to be arguing with some chicks over like you know a couple hundred dollars, man. And then plus Warren Sapp, from what I understand, part of being a tool is being cheap as well, kind of maybe. But he's not in cheap. May he might be cheap with the women. But he's not cheap with other things because, from what I understand, he's not in the best financial shape in the world. You know, I mean, who is? Yeah. But, you know, considering his the wealth that he's amassed, 
Um, he likes to buy a lot of Jordans, um, from from what I understand. But he, he like he'll pay a lot for tennis shoes, but not for the putty. But here's what I <laughs> here's what I understand. One don't pay for the putty, man. You're picking up a a, a working girl. If there's one person that you yeah. really can't haggle with price over in terms of not paying, <laughs> is the working girl. Because right. yes, you really what leg she had to stand on because she she is a prostitute. On the other hand, you are a celebrity. She has kind of the upper hand in this situation. You want to be cheap and don't pay her and kind of be a tool about it. Guess what? Uh, you uh, what was the, what's his name? They picked up uh, the British dude. I'm trying to complete. Oh, Carson. Hugh, Hugh, somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to complete. Oh, oh, Divine Brown. Yeah, exactly. He, she has. She, yeah, she can take you down a lot more than you can do. But her, it's worth the 500 bucks or whatever you were supposed to pay her. Uh, Just yeah. give it to her and move on. Yeah, and do your sh- and yeah. go and do your show the next day. But I mean, you know, hey man, like you said, you know, some guys. So people, I, I, I ultimately, I'm a firm believer. Hugh Grant, that Hugh Grant has <laughs> a total but brain people, fart. <laughs> people get what you get, man. People are gonna get what they're gonna what they're gonna get. You know, their personality, all that stuff dictates a whole lot. And Warren Sapp, I, you know, hey, he's, I think he's just one of those guys that he's gonna do what he's gonna do, and he got what he got, and then whatever else happens. It just happens. You see, they pulled his Bud Light ad with the uh, the uh, Bud Light scenario. You're up for anything? They pulled oh, the that ad Tampa ad. thing. Yeah, which oh, basically uh, proves uh, the point. I guess Bud Light isn't up for everything. <laughs> one sap. <laughs> well, hey man, best of luck to one sap. I guess. But uh, look, here we go. We're sticking with this. Uh, we're sticking with the with the uh, 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 legal thing. All right. Uh, Greg Hardy charges a drop. You know, I don't know the circumstance. Again, you don't know the circumstances, but the insinuation is that he paid. I guess, I guess it's his ex now. I don't know. You, he paid his ex uh, off. Maybe he did. Maybe he did not. Who knows? She apparently, but whatever the re, whatever happened, the uh, prosecution can't find her to uh, make their case. So she's out of. I mean, you're saying the woman he threw on a, a bed of loaded weapons and beat up in a bathtub cannot be found now? I mean, hopefully, oh, hopefully she's not floating somewhere. I don't but think I she's think, floating; she's sinking. From what I understand, is she she made herself unavailable, so they don't have a case. She got to go, got to go, got to go. Greg Hardy, and this is going to be a test case for the NFL because you know the charges were dropped. Um, you know, you had Adrian Peterson and who's the other little running back, Ray Rice. They pled to charges. They pled to lesser charges. But Greg Hardy, his charges were completely dropped um, for domestic violence. And, uh, you know, Roger Goodell, he's got another thing to uh, to consider. And we'll see what happens with that. All right. Legal theme. We're sticking with the legal theme. Um and Hernandez might as well get on his get on his uh get on the bandwagon this story. And Hernandez, man, it's like a new story out of this case every doggone day. All right. A couple days ago, um his ex well, I don't know, his this is his girlfriend, his, the the mother of his child. She's she has cut a deal with the prosecution for immunity. She's got immunity. So what that means is, people, she, whatever she can get up there and testify, and uh, she's got she can say whatever she wants to say, 
and she's not going to get touched. They're not going to add any more charges. Now, I think she's already facing some perjury charges for the for lying to the grand jury, but I don't know how it's going to, if they're going to waive those or what. But she's got immunity when her testimony comes up. If she implicates herself in anything, in any type of way, I mean, I, I figure they already know what she's going to say. So, if she implicates herself, she's not going to be able to. They're not going to be able to charge her because obviously they want the big fish. They want the big Kahuna. They want Aaron Hernandez. But here's the thing: Bridge, this lady's you- still living in Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez's mansion. So I mean, I don't. I don't think it's a slam dunk for the prosecution, man. I don't think it's this. I think she might get up there and just throw him a curveball and be like, whatever. Because see, here's they. They think she's the link to the gun. That's what they think she is. They think she knows where the gun is. They think she hid the gun, and uh, she's got immunity. Two two legal questions about this. One, with the immunity, I guess she can basically identify herself as a Juliette Lewis to Woody Harrelson in this scenario and still get away with it because of immunity. She can basically say she was holding the gun with them and helped them pull the trigger and still get away with it because of immunity. Well, and second is if she's not like if she's not uh, if they're married, isn't there a they're not married. They're not married. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he. If they were married, he would hold the privilege. Yeah, but they're not married, so that's that's the thing right there. They're they're not married, so he doesn't hold any cards in this thing. But I mean, I don't know. I, and, and third, I, don't, I don't be shocked. She's I'm still guessing. living in the house. If she's willing to flip on him for him, yeah. well, <laughs> then I think she's the type of person that would probably stay in the house. Well, that's what I'm saying. But she's staying it, in the house. I don't. I don't know. She'll. But it's flip her brother, though. right? Well, I mean, she flip. Well, it's her sister's. Her it's sister's, her sister's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So that's connected the, they're going, you know, her of course her sister's like, hey, she doesn't she can't prove anything, but her sister's like, you know, she lied, you know, that her sister's lying. Um I'm talking about Aunt Aunt Hernandez's fiance, that she's lying. So I I don't know, man. It's this is some crazy stuff. And another juror was dismissed. This would be the second juror that's dismissed from this uh from this, from this, from this trial, man. Is there I mean, any chance he gets reasons, off from this? I, it's not. I mean, it's in the open and shut case. But I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, don't, I hate to use the comparison with the OJ trial because yeah. it's not even in the same ballpark. I mean, this is like single A to Major League Baseball when you talk about level of celebrity yeah, size, yeah, and, and location, and location, and, location, yeah. location, timing. So, yeah, you know, uh, it's, nonetheless, it's not, he's not in Brentwood. I mean, but I could, I could just hear a media uproar while there's not. It doesn't get the same, you know coverage that OJ got from the media. I can just hear if he does get off a media uproar and backlash of oh he's another like, rich athlete getting off again yeah. from her because of money. Well then he's but he's got another case. But then of course Plaxico, but then you have poor guys like him who just shoot himself in the leg on accident and get thrown yeah. in jail for two There was years. no way out of that though. That was like New York. That's oh, that New was York prime example yeah. poor wrong place, wrong time get yeah. made an example of. But then again, Ray Felton had a gun in New York, and he got off, so I don't know. We talked, Gilbert Reyes had pistols in the locker room well, and watched D.C. In D.C., well, they said that. I don't think they caught him We are talking him about a one. town whose mayor smokes I don't think crack. they caught him, one, <laughs> caught him with one. We talking about Toronto? No, I'm talking about <laughs> D.C. too. Yeah. But no, no, Toronto. <laughs> there's a difference. Toronto's mayor got caught on crack and then left office. D.C. reelected him. That's well, <laughs> I don't know. Is he out? Marion Barry? No, Rob... Rob, uh, I don't. I think he's, he, still, he's still the mayor. Yeah, but he hasn't been. He didn't ever got reelected, did he? They took his powers. Is that what they but did? He's still like officially. It's probably good to take the button away from the guy on crack. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably yeah. a good idea. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I'm, it's, it's, I mean, this is like a soap opera. I mean, of course you got this is going to go on, and I'm, it's going to go on and on, and then plus, and like I said, Hernandez has got a uh, got another trial coming up. 
um, for for another murder. So, you know, I don't know. He could very well be with us in the summertime, man. You can look up and see Aaron Hernandez on the beach. But if you do, don't spill a drink on him. If you do spill a drink on him, immediately apologize. I ain't going nowhere near him. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, he, he's he's gangster, man. He's gangster. But, hey, you know, it, it's, it makes interesting TV. We'll see if uh, – we'll see if uh, – what is it? Shania Jenkins. That's his fiance's name. We'll see if she she looks good. I mean, she she. We'll see if I would uh, expect less. He's an NFL yeah, player. I mean, she yeah. couldn't be fugly. Well, it could be you know Vince Wilfork's uh, or Dwayne Wade when he was uh, chubby chasing before he got to Gabrielle Union. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, it's, be, it's be, but that was a high school girl. I was like his high school baby mama. It's pre NBA, right? Yeah. yeah, she was like she was. She she gave him food and water and he didn't have it. <laughs> water was he a prisoner? Well, he was. Like, he was <laughs> Did you give him an man. hour of exercise. You time? know Dwayne Wade's story, man. His mom was strung yeah. out, and you know he was he was he was on the fringes, man. I mean, the only thing that helped him was if he didn't have a wicked jump shot, he'd be hey, on the corner somewhere. Credit man. to he hung with her all the way. I think it's the first couple years, named Yeah, he was still with her. But I heard. I mean, she, yeah, then he said she went crazy. Yeah, well, but, he you know, probably got jealous because he was you know soiling his royal oats, so to speak. Yeah. Like like Prince Hakeem. <laughs> <laughs> Zamunda. But yeah, man, it's it's crazy it's crazy out here, man. You know. But hey, look, look, you know, we're, we're on the legal thing. But let's switch it up, switch gears a little bit. We have to pay our pay our homage and pay our respect. Earlier what, last was last week, Dean Smith passed away. Saturday night. Um this weekend, Jerry Tarkanian last night. Passed away, 80, 84, 84 years old. I mean, here's the deal, man. And don't, don't forget Ed Sable passed away. <clears throat> Ed uh, Sable, 98. NFL Films, yeah. I mean, it's been, you know, it's been a tough week for, for sport. But Comes I mean, in threes. But this thing, that's what they say, you know. But this thing, I mean, it just shows it's it's a part of life, man. We're getting older, you know. I mean, these guys, these guys lived healthy, full lives. Uh, Dean Smith was, you know, a little bit, uh, uh, he said some dimension and things. Toward the end, but I mean, you know, these guys live full lives, man. They did their thing, and that's the that's that's the thing, man. We got to see it play out on television. Um, Dean Smith, uh, Tark. I mean, you never forget his teams in the nineties. Um, you know, eighties and the nineties, and uh, for, and in two thousands, Fresno. He was he's a great coach. Don't forget he did coach the Spurs <coughs> for like a week one time. Coach the Spurs. <laughs> he was there for like twelve. Did he coach Lloyd Daniels? Yeah, that was. Yeah, well, you remember yeah, Lloyd Daniels? That was his. Yeah. Lloyd Daniel was like his was pet his project. Yeah, he would. But you he took what? him everywhere with. You know him. what that says, though, man. Tark, and and I was listening. Um, I was listening to the show before. I was listening, and uh, uh, Grant Hill mentioned it. Tark, man, he's he's like one of those guys. I mean, look at his teams, man. I mean, the late, you know, he had Plastic Man, he had Larry Johnson, Moses Scurry, uh, Anderson. Um, you know, those guys weren't guys that, you know, that were like parade. You know, you you they weren't like up front guy if, if initially, right? They Larry Johnson kind of was. Type of he, he ended up going to JUCO because no, of academic talking, issues. What, no, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about like personality wise and uh, the impression that you got him. You wouldn't, you know, you're not you're not talking about like Duke guys, Carolina guys, um, no, okay, you know, yeah. those type of guys. But they balled out and they they blended and made a great cohesive team those guys were great athletes they were in their own right they went on to the nba played a long time and really didn't get in a whole you know you didn't hear a whole lot from them not trouble or anything like that but you know you wouldn't you would would you look at them individually right you wouldn't say like they didn't come in with like the panache 
that uh, Grant Hill or, or Vince Carter or Michael Jordan, you know what I mean? Like that type of thing. They weren't they weren't those type of guys. When people talked about <clears throat> Dean Smiths over the, the weekend great, and, and great some players. of the people talk, I mean, obviously the great players and records and championships he produced, Final Four, so on and so forth. And one thing that people pointed out a lot was, you know, the way he was off the court and one of the prime examples of his integration of the ACC with Charlie Scott and a lot oh, of the great things he yeah. did with, with helping that and, and, and that type of movement and the type of person he was. And when you look at Jerry Tartanian, no, I wouldn't say they're obviously the same type person, but very yeah. similar in a way where he was kind of like a Jerry Lu- uh, John Lucas. He was always willing to give someone. You mentioned oh, Lloyd Daniels. Gave everybody a chance. Maybe too many chances for in Lloyd Daniels' Chris case. Chris Heron. But Chris Heron, uh, Courtney Alexander, who was uh, had troubles in Virginia with yeah. things. Uh, different players in, in many different times. Eli, all those guys. He was always giving yeah. them second and third chances mm-hmm. and letting them have a chance to you know straighten their life. And he wouldn't give up on you. He's the type of guy that would not give up on you. And that's the type. Yeah. That's that's you don't. And perhaps today, I guess you know just to make a point. Perhaps today, coaches don't have that luxury because it's a win win at all cost, win right now type of situation, and they don't have that luxury. Of working with someone and, and staying in their corner, but but Tark, you know, I, hey, if I had a kid, I have no problem. Well, obviously, I had no problem with him playing for Dean Smith. I definitely wouldn't have a problem with him playing for uh, for, for for Jerry Tarkanian. Um, I mean, you know, he's just he's just a great guy, and he, and he you could tell he wore his heart on the sleeve. He's emotional. He's always chewing on that towel. I never really saw him get, you know, like crazy upset. Of course, he you know he showed emotion. He's passionate about the game. You know he loved the game, and um, just you know I, I don't know too many people. I haven't heard people say a whole lot of bad things about him. Yeah, you know over 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 the course of the career and things like that. So you know, man, you know, R.I.P. to uh, uh, respect to Jerry Tarkanian, Dean Smith, and in in uh, uh, Ed Sable, man. I mean, you know, tough week for sports, man. But you know, hey. That's, that's 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 life, baby. But look, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break and uh, continue with the soulful sounds of uh, Beck and all that other stuff. Out of bounds. Be right back. Guess it's true, I'm not good at a one-night stand But I still need love cause I'm just a man These nights never seem to go to plan I don't want you to leave, will you hold my hand? Oh, won't you stay with me? Cause you're Happening, man. Soulful sounds of uh, Tom Petty. Um, 
Nah, man. It's, hey, look. If, if you if you miss it, welcome back. Out of bounds. We're playing all this, uh, all these Grammys. The Grammy winners, man. The Grammys were last this weekend. Boring to me, but hey, the Grammys. The Grammys, man. Well, it's, this is the theme that we're coming back with. And look, if you want to hit us up, 384-1450, on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz line. Of course, you know, if you any accidents or any anything, uh, if you get hurt. LawyerForTheCity.com. LawyerForTheCity.com. But, hey, look, man, this is funny, right? Charles Barkley. I was watching, you know, NBA. You know, of course, NBA is like the only game in town right now anyway, so you got to watch this thing. All of that in college basketball, of course. I think Indiana plays uh, Maryland tonight, right? Let's go Terps. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, I mean, the fact number 19, baby. We are the home of the Hoosiers here in Southern That's Indiana, right. 14 15. All the yeah. action begins with the pregame with Don Fisher at 8 o'clock, tip off at 9 o'clock as the uh, Hoosiers look to get a very huge and much needed road win at Maryland against yeah. the talented freshman Melo Trimble and swingman Des Wells. Well, they beat the brakes off Maryland before. At, so. at Indiana, they hit yeah. a, a ton so, of threes. You know. But Indiana at, on the road, Indiana home. But I got to go for the Terps. Night and day, man. Night I got to go for the Terps, baby. Because, you know, it's, I that's, mean, that's like dangerous Cole, Michael like and thriller Michael. Cole Fieldhouse. Yeah. We, I mean, back, you know, lefty. We, we got to go for the Terps. That's me personally. But, of course, you know, Station's Indiana. But look, man, talking about this basketball thing, Charles Barkley went off, man. Talking about, uh, I mean, it's a new trend. Well, not a new trend. It's, it's a popular trend in, in, in uh, sports now to this analytical thing, to look at things analytically, right? Analytically. As far as numbers, you know, if you've seen the movie Moneyball with Billy Bean and the Oakland A's and all that stuff, you get guys that, you know, hit for average and you run all these numbers. What are they doing in this situation, that situation? And it goes on to the field, you know, overplaying, you know, the field shifts and things like that. But it's a guy for the Houston Rockets, the general manager for the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey. And I guess he was bragging and talking to all these analytics, the numbers, blah, blah, blah. And then Charles Barkley was like, look, man, that's a bunch of garbage. Um, you're good. You're decent. I think they're like 36-16, second in their division. Um, you know, he said you're good. You got good when you got James Harden and Dwight Howard, which makes perfect sense because they're good, you know, they're great ball players. He said that's when you got good. It's not this analytics type, analytic type of thing. And to Bar- to Barkley's point, I think I don't think I don't know, but I think we'd know, and it would be like widespread if people if people said that you don't win stuff, you don't win any championships with a bunch of no names. I haven't seen that. This isn't college basketball. This isn't the uh, you know it's 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 in the the picket fence and Hoosiers, man. This is pro ball. And you have to have superstars to win, especially in the NBA. The champions always have two, probably two and a half, three superstars in your starting lineup, and that's just how it is. You don't, we don't win without stars. You can do the numbers thing; that's a part of it. You know, in fairness, that's a part of it. But the 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 thing is chemistry and you know playing well with others and blah 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 because the thing about that is you know you would have won it they would have won it what in two thousand with the Lakers with with uh Gary with Gary Payton and Carl Malone those guys they, they would have won two thousand actually <laughs> well yeah the Lakers but, beat the Pacers but, in two thousand when they was two thousand but 
the when I'm talking, my point is when Gary vibe. Payton and Carl Malone and those guys came together for a super team, they didn't win it. It took them, you know, and they never won it. They never won it. I mean, if that's the case, you could always you could pencil in uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers with uh, what's his name with LeBron James and Kevin Love. I mean, you can, you know, but you have to have, you have to take, I think analytics is a part of it. The numbers are a part of it, but you have to take into consideration chemistry, uh, playing, playing together for, for a minute, knowing where somebody's going to be, knowing where they're supposed to be, knowing where they like the ball and things like that, because you got to have it. And plus, Barkley also said, he said, man, the Houston Rockets don't play defense. They're giving up 118 points. So you know, it's, you win 136 to 118, but I mean, you know, it, you gotta have ballers, you gotta have chemistry, and you gotta have you gotta have superstars. It's a league for superstars, man. And that numbers thing has its place, but it's not the be all end all. It has its place. It has its place in fantasy <laughs> basketball. That's where analytics is most important. Well, yeah, when you're doing fantasy basketball, and you, you left out with my favorite lines from from uh, his rant last night on Inside the NBA, which is one of the great best. NBA shows out there when Barkley said analytics is also like guys like Daryl Morey are, are, are people who are nerds who couldn't play the sport that wanted to be involved in some way. And it's well, yeah. somewhat true. And Moneyball made it more popular, I guess, to the mainstream, which was a little misconstrued how that it came about. It didn't, the movie was a little altered in the, the facts. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a movie. It's a movie, exactly. You got to take it for what it's worth. But it's it, like the plus minus things, and uh, where in terms you, you do a plus minus on the amount of production where the guy's on a court, and if the team is you know positive or negative in terms of their production, I, it's too much. It, you, people read way too much into the numbers and stats and and things like that. It's it's almost like they've taken you know uh, you know pre- prepping for a game and putting together game prep and and tendencies of an opponent and just like tripled it and overthought it way too much. Well, you got you. I mean, you got owners. The, the owners are business guys, obviously. You know, you got business guys, you know, they're coming from Quicken Loans and, and wherever, you know, software industry and all this. It's, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, this you, you, NFL, right? NFL, this cat, which is Paul Allen, he's got everybody with these surface pros. On, on you, You're watching, you're looking at plays, reviewing plays, off of a, off of an iPad. I mean, it's crazy. But that's now. not analytics. But, analytics. No, no, no. Is but like, I, I'm yeah. making a point. I'm okay. making the point. I'm making is they're business guys that own the team. So the business guys are numbers guys. So they like numbers. They like to look on a spreadsheet and see. Okay, when we have Chris Paul on the court, we're plus seven. When Chris Paul is off the court, we're plus eight. You know, or, you or know, minus minus, eight, yeah. yeah, minus eight. But man, you could be plus eight. You you know, you could you could be uh, up one when he's off the court. You want to so, know why? Because you're blowing the team out. That's why he's man, sitting on the bench. But see, that's that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. You know, but they like you know the numbers are static, and but yeah, the the game has ebbs and flows, and they don't always coincide with the numbers, and it, it, the numbers sometimes don't always on the paper after the game don't have the same significance. That they would, 
you know, in 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 the uh, in the in the heat of the game. But you've got owners that are numbers guys, and you've got people that they pick to be the general manager, the vice president of operations, the COO, and all the other type of stuff. They're numbers guys because they come from Wall Street or wherever the business industry that they come from, and they're not always basketball guys. So that's where you have that thing. You you've got that thing. Uh, you, you bump heads. That's why. That's why who? That's why Lionel Hollins lost his job in Memphis, even though Memphis goes to the playoffs every year. But you know they got anal- that analytics type of thing, and you know they let Rudy Gay go. It's just stupid stuff, man. But that's just how. That's how the game. That's how the game has evolved. It's a numbers thing now. I don't. I don't think analytics is, is ridiculous to the degree like where, where, where Barkley does. I think Barkley's biggest issue with well, it he doesn't like it is well, well, yeah. And I think he's, one of his biggest issues is that the general manager at Houston is almost like crediting analytics for his ability to put this team together. And Barkley's problem is, listen, it didn't. You shouldn't need analytics to go. Oh, maybe we should get James Harden and Dwight Howard, right. two of the top players at their respective positions. And, and claim analytics is the reason why your team is now successful. Come on, I mean, yes, yeah, you, you went out and got man. two guys. Yeah, you're just yeah. that's a little ridiculous. But analytics can be important if you're yeah, it's a part if of you're it. putting together a team and say you 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 need a guy that's you have a guy analytically is is twice as accurate from a certain part of the the court than he is somewhere else, and you're trying to build around maybe a big man. You want three point shooters that that type of thing. Analytics, I think, could come in handy yeah. in terms of signing a guy over another guy. But like Kenny Smith said in the same program, you know, same program when he got to Houston, the first four years in the league, he took 82 threes his whole career. And once they, he got to Houston, he teamed with, you know, Akeem Olajuwon, he took 82 threes before the All-Star break in year one. Yeah, analytics would have told you he's not that type of player, he's not a three-point shooter, but yet it wasn't, you had to watch the game if you'd watched him play. You know, he could shoot it, he just didn't need to shoot it or wasn't. It wasn't getting his the game. shot opportunities at the but time it, in Sacramento. He didn't have in Sacramento. He didn't have Akeem Olajuwon. No, no, he didn't. So, not even close. I mean, you know, in the, no, he had Roy Sparrow. They can guard, they can <laughs> guard you a little bit closer in Sacramento than they can in uh, in Houston. They have to respect. You got to respect the middle, the guy in the middle. But I mean, yeah, it's got his place. But I think that uh, I think Barkley. You know, he made his point over the top, but he's got a good point. But that's how Barkley is, too. Well, yeah, Barkley's an over the top that's type why, of guy. Yeah, that's why he's one of the best, and people watch him. I'm interested to see what Darren Maroney's you know. uh, response would be after that broadcast last night because it was he responded on Twitter at Barkley for comments Barkley had made last week. And well, the response should be win a championship. <laughs> you know, if, if your analytics, if your numbers are so good, um, you're 36-16 right now, if your numbers are so good – um, the West is wide open. The West is wide open. Get I mean, to the championship and win the championship. No, wouldn't say wild the East, but <laughs> well, I mean, you know, who's who's the dominant? Anywhere between anybody, one and nine can it, win it's it. Anybody, yeah, it's yeah. anybody's thing. It's, I mean, if you make the playoffs, you can win it in the West yeah. because it's you know it's just uh, now it's not the same in the East. But if you make the playoffs in the West, you can you can win it. So um, what's that in the, for the top <clears> three teams? Maybe <laughs> anywhere uh, beyond three or four needs. That's pretty much you're not going to have a prayer. No, but the top four teams, anyone could probably well Cleveland. I still think you can make it, it to there, the but, championship. Yeah, but I think the championship probably still goes through the West. But I mean, I don't know if it goes through Houston. But I mean, you know, that's just that's, you can't play defense. We'll see. Analytics we'll see. will tell you. Here, here's an we'll analytical see. stat for you: if the other team has more points than you. You lost. Yeah, there's something Houston might want to look up for defensive. Yeah, that reasons. never fails. <laughs> that's that's like a uh, yeah, it's a universal a universal law. You have to have more points. But hey, man, <clears throat> speaking of points, man, they want to take 
they want to take these points away, man. Well, they already did take these points away. Jackie Robinson West out of Chicago. We learned this morning that um, the wins were vacated. Uh, the wins against Nevada, uh, New Albany. The win against New Albany. They beat them 8-4 to four, um, early. I don't think New Albany won a game in the World Little League World Series. But they um, – they beat Nevada. Well, yeah, they beat New Albany. I saw. I looked, I looked at the paper, man. I looked at one of those whatever the new the New Albanian. I don't even know what the New Albany paper is. But I looked in the paper. It's new Albanian. Is that what it is? I what know. Else? I what don't is think it, it is. It would be a good name. That sounds like a country in Europe somewhere like that. Forms be a good, what, is, what are they gonna call it? <laughs> what, what else are you gonna call it? The new, what, uh, new Albany Dispatch? Uh, it's the that's not the Dispatch. The new it's Albany the, uh, Daily Tribune, I think, or something like that. Daily the, Tribune, oh yeah, something that's, Tribune. That's original. News and Tribune, that's what it is. News and Tribune, that's yeah. original, like the Chicago Tribune. <laughs> original. Well, no original. All papers are the Sun or the but Tribune least, or the you Dispatch. Say new, new Albany is not bad. Uh, Memphis like has the Commercial Appeal. Oh yeah. It's oh, a newspaper. Awesome. That's mm. awesome. Does anybody remember Commercial newspaper names yeah. anymore? It's said 10 years ago. I don't think anybody reads newspapers. But I looked at this newspaper cover, and it said, we are the champs. <laughs> That's what it said. It says, we're the winners or something like that. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, it's always, it kills me. When you take, I mean, you strip away people's wins. You take away, okay, you put SMU in the death penalty. You take away Michigan's wins. You take away uh, now. You take away Jackie Robinson West's wins. It, it remind it reminds me of that line that Bernie Mac had in uh, Above the Rim when he was talking to Leon. He goes, "Man, flip. They can't erase. They can't erase what we were, man. They can't take away what we were. And that's what it is. Nobody's gonna. You don't replay it. You don't go back in your mind and replay it and say, "Oh, now I see. Now it's programmed in my mind that New Albany won the game. No, they lost the game, man." So you still lost the game. By that? New Albany lost. Uh, Nevada, they beat them the first time, and then they lost. So, you know, you can take the wins and take down the banners and take away. I don't know. What did they do? Did they give you rings? They could take the, take uh, away the rings get a from the kids or, or the gold spikes, whatever they yeah. get. They don't get anything. You could take away you could you could take away Danny Almonte's Brooklyn or Bronx or whoever he played for wins. Bronx. But it's still they won. They still had the parade, the ticker tape still flowed. They went and saw the president, and that's it. They won. So if that if that, if by New Albany standards, that means since the '93 Michigan team was vacated, Kentucky's now the 1993 national champion because Kentucky lost to Michigan in the Final Four, and they were the <laughs> they were the highest ranked team in that Final Four. Actually, they lost. So I guess Kentucky now is the 1993. Congratulations, Jamal Masburn still fouled out. <laughs> Jalen Rose still made embarrassment of uh, Travis Ford and everybody yeah, well, else. I mean, that's, oh, that was one of them. <laughs> I mean, what was that? I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, that's, you know, Mashburn had a great game, though, man. They couldn't hold him. But he didn't have any help. So he lost. It's over with, man. It's over. Nobody, I mean, that's just, I don't even know why they even do that. Why do they why did they do this? Say you know they they didn't they they were out of the geographical area code or whatever it is or zip code and um, you know that 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 okay you shouldn't you shouldn't have played with these guys. I have no idea what the what the rules for baseball little league baseball are, but I I just assumed that they were all all star teams anyway. 
That's what I thought. I mean, what's the difference? Well, literally, it's it's, it's all star team. Yeah, I mean, and you I don't from think your area, from your geographical area, because I'm reading this. Here's the thing. My, my kid's playing baseball. Well, I think you got to year. play for the league that, re, that the league represents. Like, if you play for New Albany, you just played Little League in New Albany. Yeah. But, or, but, uh, like, when St. Matthews almost went there one year before they, they got to switch and we had to go through Michigan before they had, when they went through Texas, St. Matthews went pretty far and got knocked out by a Texas team, and it was just St. Matthews Little League teams. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't tell me that the kids out in Valley Station, when they won it, that one of those kids, one of those kids were probably, like, from, I don't know, same if, it, oh, if it's it was not like school, yeah, it's not like district, yeah, yeah it's not you, like that. I mean, yeah. Come on, man, it's it's ridiculous. But you somebody, had to play in that league though during snitched. the regular season, I think. Yeah, but they all played in the regular. Nobody's saying they didn't play in those leagues. I don't think what they're saying is is the when they were playing in those leagues that they weren't. Uh, they probably shouldn't have been eligible. It's somebody they got because they did. They they like did. They they made a complaint back in October, and. Um, International baseball was like, man, it's no, you know, whatever. It's, it's it's unfounded. But then I guess some new information came up. I don't know, whatever, man. Well, they, but they I went mean, and got other kids from other leagues and then and put them on the all and put them on this this little league national team. And that's. But I but I thought they that but who's who's anybody confirmed that they didn't play in those leagues during the regular season. Because they, well, they me, played in other leagues. They didn't play in actually Jackie Robinson West League. Oh, they why, is, it, in why is this just coming out now though? Wouldn't that have come out already? You would think it would, but yeah. I guess I mean they've only this is only the third time a team has been vacated in the history in sixty eight years of Little League, so I guess they assume that yeah. there's some kind of honor code going into it. Yeah, and that we should trust them. I mean Well, you know, here's the thing though. Like, okay, you play little league baseball. I looked on uh, Even though all uh, three, by the way, have happened within the last Floyd, twenty years. And Floyd Knobs Floyd Knobs, on uh, and uh, what's that? High, high, I don't know where it is. Like a kid Floyd can Knobs live in Floyd Knobs, but he can play. If he, no, he no, played no, New I'm about to tell you. I'm about okay. to tell you what the rule is because my kid is playing. So in in Floyd Knobs, you can play in that league, even if you don't live in that area. If you go to Floyd Knobs Elementary, so if you don't live up in Floyd Knobs. Say you can live anywhere if you get like an educational uh, transfer or whatever and you go to that school, you can still play for that league. It says that on the on, on the uh, registration. But you're not so talking you about a school team. You're area. talking about a little league team. I'm right? talking about the little, yeah, little league, league team. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we're talking about. I mean, I'm just saying because you, uh, you can live. For example, I've been I've been active with St. Matthews Little League basketball for sure. a long time. In fact, the league was created. My uncle created the league in 1988 for me. Just so I can have somewhere to play basketball. The league's now blossomed. He's moved on. We both moved on from it, and it's gotten bigger and bigger every year. Right. But we had uh, we used to go to the All Star tournaments all the time, and we we had some pretty one of the better years we had out there. We had a kid who ended up playing at Ohio University. It was a freshman uh, Mac All Freshman of the Year, uh, Stephen Coleman. Who uh, never heard of him? But go ahead. Well, point is, is we were St. Matthew Jewel League. We lived on Twenty Fifth and Broadway, and we'd go pick him up and bring him to games and practices. Right. Because I mean, clearly he's a Division One prospect. He was that good as a ten and eleven year old. You know, it happens all the time, man. <laughs> so I mean, you didn't have to live. These kids maybe not lived in the area, but he at least played in our league, and he and so he could he was deserving to be on our All Star team. He, yeah, but kid that played in our league should go play for J Town All Stars. But I mean, you were breaking the rules. Well, not, but there's no district code in Little League. But, it's just, but he didn't live in St. Matthew. Oh, no, nowhere near it. So that's was, that was the rules. <laughs> it happens all the time, man. It happens all the time. Some schools, you know, some schools can, I mean, 
you know, schools recruit. Yeah. Come on, man. It happens oh. all the time. Well, what was the kid that played at St. X, uh, Deuce Finch? It's now uh, running back, I think, for Boston College. Well, he used to play for Boston College, and I think he went to – he was out now. I think he went to, like, Norfolk State or something Yeah, like he that. transferred somewhere. But, but long story short, he wasn't even living in Louisville. He was from, like, what? Indiana. He's from Saint Indiana, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he went to the school. But he went to St. X, yeah. Right. So he's <laughs> so he's eligible. I mean, I know – yeah, the kid – I know a kid that plays that does that. The kid uh, that owns his family owns Ace Hardware on uh, Main, like Main Street or Market Street, whatever. He lives in Indiana. He goes to St. X. He plays ball for St. So I mean, you know, it's like, come on, man. But I mean, hey, rules are rules. But that, I mean, that's I a little tip. Though, when you compare it to like Danny, Danny Monte was different because he was an older. He was kid. two years old. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's that's cheating I mean, that, that I can't brings, comprehend. But that brings up. Well, you comprehend it. Well, I can comprehend it, but I don't accept it. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it happens. This is this may be against the rules, but I wouldn't he, call it really cheating. Almonte, Almonte is. Uh, I mean, but you bring it. You got to bring up Almonte because it's well, it's one little, of one of three examples, league, right? It's little league now, and it's cheating. I mean, this, like I said, this is only the third time in sixty-eight years that they've vacated the team. The other was the Philippines because they had older kids as well back in ninety-two. Well, right, the Philippines. So right, I mean, so right. two of the three incidents. Involve literal cheating because you're getting kids that are older, and if you've ever involved in, even if you've watched any kind of little league sports or kids sports, you know just to say, oh, he's only a year older. There's a big difference between a 12 year old and a 13 year old, and in, in, in terms of how one year is a huge strides in, at that age. Oh yeah, at that I mean, age, it's a huge yeah. difference at that age. So I mean, Absolutely. but but to have kids that just were in different leagues, I, I mean, it's again it's into rules, and I, it seems like it was senseless to do it. They rules probably rule, man. they probably should have maybe. Try to get those kids together, but I don't. I, it just, I feel bad for them. I, I don't think I would take away their title for it. Yeah, Maybe I mean, punish yeah. them, but I wouldn't take away their that's, title that's for some, it. That's some low down stuff. But hey, that's what it is. That's where it happens, and that's the thing. Hey man, I was watching that. Uh, what U of L plays lowly Pittsburgh tonight. Good luck, go cards. But um, I was watching that UK game last night, man. I was I was checking it out on uh, and I and I just happened, you know, because you watch the game, everybody does it. <clears throat> you watch the game, you got your phone with you. And you check on Twitter, Facebook to see what people were saying. You know, see if you backslash OB, OOB. Yeah, Facebook backslash OOB. Uh, what's it? OOB Radio on Twitter. Um, you know, and then plus, you know, if you but if you're driving and you're texting, or you get hit by a driver that's texting, or uh, you know, you're on the JCPS school bus and get beat up or something like that, or um, you know, the police run up on you and and, and pop a couple hot ones in you. Um, you know, lawyerforthecity.com. Because we do that. I got Lawyer beat up on the school bus com. a dozen times. Can I? Can, hey, like, can we I'm, go back to that? Is there a statute of limitation uh, for that? Yeah, man. <laughs> Retroactive. We, we might be. I don't know, man. They should have got you before you were 18, man. Of course, then again, I think I beat up more kids than I got beat up by. So yeah. that's not, that's not bring up that Pandora Fair box. trade ain't no robbery. I was always a big kid. What can I say? <laughs> Fair exchange ain't a robbery, man. But, I mean, I was watching this game, right? <clears throat> watching the game. Watching the UK game. And I noticed something, Trevor. Nobody was saying anything. It was like the last couple minutes, and it was so funny. You know, Vital's doing a game, and whoever this other kid, Looking Bill, whoever this guy's name is doing a game, dude with the deep voice. It's like two guys with the same type of voice. I can't – I think they're grooming them for the other guys. kind of like Todd McShay and uh, Mel Kuyper, Mel Kuyper Jr. It's like I can't tell the difference. I watched it on mute, so unfortunately <laughs> I can't. Uh. But, but, but I'm watching the game. Eight minutes left. UK was down by like two, maybe. 
Oh, 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 it's upset city. Upset. I'm like, man, gee whiz. It's not. It's like you can't watch sports anymore, man. It's like they have to turn sports into a TV drama. You know, you got. It's got to be like, and it's like to to it's make entertainment to make people watch it. To make people, watch, and that's you know, it is what it is. All right. But another thing, another evaluation or observation from the game. People don't want. I think it's I know it's specifically Kentucky now, but people don't want Kentucky to, to to keep winning. But people don't want anybody to keep winning. People like you to win up until a certain point, right? I mean, you can see it. They hate the Patriots. Yeah. You got some people that hate the Patriots. Some people love them. You got some people that hate the Patriots. Um, during the Lakers' reign, they hated the Lakers, right? Um. And who who else who else had a recent reign? New York, New York, you're not recent, but New York Yankees. They hate people that win all the time. UConn, prime example. Yeah, so UConn, mean, UConn, you know everybody's hyping up South Carolina, and South Carolina's a great team. But UConn and Oriama gets it all the time. They don't want they're cheating. They're doing this. They're doing that. They don't want you to win all the time to a point because it's like people don't want you to be successful. They want you to be successful to a point, but not all the time. And that's the observation that I had when I was watching the Kentucky game because people, you, I, I got U of L fans, Kentucky fans, U of L fans didn't say anything because they were waiting to see if that last shot was going to go. All right, but Kentucky fans were nervous. Kentucky fans were nervous. I was loose, man. I was loose. I'm a Kentucky fan. I was loose then. Because I'm like, man, there's no way in the world the LSU is going. I just looked at the roster. I said, no. Because they weren't extremely hot. They weren't hot for three-point land. That's one thing. And I'm like, nah, they're not going to win this game. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. U of L, U of L fans, they didn't want, well, obviously, you know they didn't want Kentucky to win. They wanted them to lose somewhere along the lines. But they, they didn't say anything. They didn't say anything. But I'm going to tell you, just like I just said, that people don't want you to win all the time, man. They don't want you. That's just the thing. They don't They don't like people that win all the time. They hate people that win all the time. They love losers. They do. People love losers. Well, they, they don't come losers. They come underdogs. Because you make up names. Lovable losers. Steal, underdogs. I'm going to steal two quotes to, to, to back up your point. One is from a, a former local personality here has moved on to bigger things, Mr. Zach McCright, when he said, people hate hate the Patriots, they, they, but they don't hate William & Mary. You don't, you, don't, you don't hate Prairie View a <laughs> who lost like four, 50 straight no, games. You, you, don't don't hate, hate you don't hate them, but you, you hate the win. Patriots. You cheer for them to win. You and and, and, and to, to do another backing your point, to steal a quote from the, the, the unso-great James Franco, they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> They hate us because they ain't us. They hate us. That's right. I, I, when, they, when, when Robert Kraft they won, when, they, they when the Patriots us. won the Super Bowl, uh, I don't know who, I forget who did the interview, asked Robert Kraft his thoughts about people who think this win would be diminished because of the cheating. And back in my head, I thought, man, if Robert Kraft just looks at the mic and goes, they hate us because they ain't us, yeah. I, would just, I would have just got up and laughed and clapped. That would have been, been, been dope. That would have been, been hilarious dope. to see Robert Kraft say that. But, of course, he didn't. Yeah, he, he, did. he, he went to high road. But I mean, you know, that's I say boo too. <laughs> that's how it is, man. People do not love you winning all the time. They hate it. Matter of fact, this is stronger than that. They hate you when you win all the time. But look, you know what? We're gonna take a break from winning because that's what we do. Win. We'll take a break. Be right back after these messages. Out of bounds. 
What's up? What's up, Trevor? Did they win a Grammy? Yeah, Jack White Jack won, White uh, won best, the best rock, uh, best rock, uh, yeah, song. Oh, okay, yeah, I like Jack White. I like that. What's that one? The Million Army. Best rock performance. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, he's cold, man. Jack White's cold, man. Oh yeah, I'm, I like Jack White. Yeah, he's dope. But yeah, man, look, <clears throat> we're back. It's out of bounds, Brandon Lawrence. LawyerForTheCity.com, LawyerForTheCity.com. We keep saying that because it's ob- obligatory. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'd never heard of any <clears throat> other rocks, uh, bands that won their supposed rock albums or songs, so I just went with Jack White because he's the only one I knew. Yeah, he's cold. You like, can't go wrong. I don't man. know. Best Alternative Rock went to St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. Uh, Fairmo- Paramore won Best Rock Song. I've heard of that group. It's called, the song Ain't It Fun. I'm, I guess I've probably heard it promoted somewhere, but I don't recall off the top of my head, so I, I skipped it. Yeah, it's, that's the best thing to do if you don't know it. And no, if, and I don't know. think I could go with an eminent, anything off the best rap uh, categories because the, the explicits kind of come up. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey man, I saw sorry that. Eminem, no offense. <laughs> oh Eminem, Eminem's cold though. He's he's you no know, he's, he's he's and Kendrick cold. Lamar as well. Yeah, yeah, they're both they're both good. You can't go wrong with those guys. They're real good. But look, man, <clears throat> we talked about we left off talking about that winter stuff. We all know Kentucky's going forty five and though. But um, you know well, that'd be yeah, that, that would be now. five games more than they need to play though, huh? <laughs> I think it's that would be forty would be the uh, the cap. Nah, they're gonna play another five. They're just gonna to play prove. another five just for, for yeah. bleeps and giggles to keep up with Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> we're gonna keep yeah, we're gonna keep up with Floyd Mayweather. So you know that's that's how we do. We play we play more. We give you more than what you need. I mean that's just that's just that's just the benefit. That's UK, man. That's what we do, man. It makes the globe charge. They're just gonna keep beating teams until they yeah. Play. And we yeah, we count all the Dominican, <laughs> New Jersey Generals. Um, but they lost one of those games in the Dominican. Remember who the globe Well, the, no, the UK. Ah, uh, man, we not counting that. Oh no, no, that uh, you count the win, but you <laughs> don't count the loss. We not counting that, man. <laughs> look, come on, Trevor. Look at look at you, man. Drink, drinking that stuff again, man. But uh, but <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, man, you know, all this stuff is going on. Um, you got the All-Star game coming up, basketball All-Star game, and UK is filling up the roster again. Oh, man, it's whole. Yeah, did anybody ever answer our trivia question? When was the last um, University of Louisville basketball player to make the All-Star game? Who was the last – University of Louisville basketball player to make the All Star game. Three eight four fourteen fifty. Three eight four fourteen fifty. I mean, you know, because we we got we got a going deep guy. He's a U of L specialist. Uh, you know, Justin Fowles. So I don't know, but let us know, man. Let us know. Three eight four fourteen fifty. Do you we know got, the answer? We got a surprise for you. What? Do you know the answer? <clears throat> man, I don't keep up with that stuff. Well, <laughs> somebody could call up and just say a random name, and you're just gonna maybe believe them. Nah, we could, we'll Google it. It, even, you, though, even though Carlos not here, we'll Google it still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know particularly off the top of my head, but I have a pretty good guess of what the three names it could yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, it's only going to be a couple. It's only, you can nail it down pretty easy, right? But I mean, I, mean, I don't mean to be funny. I'm sorry. Don't don't. I'm, I'm not hating. I'm not hating on uh on, on you. I like yes, you are. I like you. You're hating. I, I like on. all the team. I just like um. You know, I just like um, was it? I like Kentucky better, man. But now, nah, if you know that, if you know the answer to that trivia question, um, you know, three, three, eight, four, fourteen, fifty. The last U of L uh, basketball player 
to be uh to play in the um in the All Star game. And I'm not talking about dunk contests or skills contests. You had to play in the game. You had to make the team. And shout out to uh I guess everybody's talking about Carl Kyle Corver getting on because of all these injuries. But um shout out to him, man. I don't know. Are the are the Hawks for real? Ah, who knows? I don't know if the Hawks are for real, man. I know they're winning right now. I like the Wizards, though. They played the Toronto Raptors tonight. Bradley Bill's out for a second, but gee whiz. So, you know, get get well, Bill. But um, I, I don't know. But, yeah, man, I mean, you know, when when is this All-Star? Is it this week? Is it All-Star game this week? Yeah. Next week? It's this week in New York City. Friday's the uh, some of the skill things, and Saturday Skills. is uh, – the shell of what once was a dunk contest and then a great three-point yeah, contest. I mean, does anybody even watch that anymore? No. It, it, every year since about the year that D. Brown stole it from Sean Kemp with his stole generic it. little cover-my-eyes crap, oh, yeah, it has deteriorated bro. every year since then. There are a couple, yeah. There's been a couple Vince Carter good one or a you know Harold Miner decent one sprinkled in with a single performance, yeah. but the contest overall in general has been other crap since about 91, 92. Well, you know what? You Each know and what every year it gets worse. I like watching the old – like this time of year, watching the old NBA All Star oh. games reruns on uh, eighty four to ninety two oh, were, were the were golden the, years. Yeah, yep, golden years. Well, eighty four was the first dunk contest technically in Denver. Yeah, so I, that's why I kind of associated Fat with Fat Lever, Alex English. <laughs> the cocaine was flowing. Roy yeah. Tarpley was still in the league doing his thing. Yeah. wasn't very yeah. long. He was in the league. Hey, Roy Tarpley, by the he way, was cold, who man. passed away just recently too. Yeah, he was cold. He, there's a guy who re- revolutionized the position without getting the credit for it. Yep. He was one of the first centers to go out go yeah. out to the perimeter, face you up, knock yeah. down shots, knock take you off down. the dribble as a seven footer. Roy Tarpley was 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 like he was dynamic. He just couldn't stay off the, the, the yay. But it was, you know, it was it was, you know, all he knew was Yayo. I mean, that was yeah. that's that was that was that was what people did. Michael Ray Richardson. I mean, what to be honest though, what would the NBA be without cocaine, man? I mean, seriously, because well, it was like, like, like Hollywood <laughs> would be without cocaine. Right, I guess would, you'd say. I mean, life would be boring, wouldn't it? It'd be, well, the NBA would be boring. I don't know. I don't, I'm talking about NBA's back not then. Boring now, back yeah. then, back then. I mean, you know, of course, but then we found out that you know that you couldn't, you cannot mix that with Lynn Bias and and Reggie Lewis. You know, it'll bust your heart open after a while. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't answered your trivia question, by the way. So you can't answer it, Trevor. I know the answer now. You though. can't answer. I looked it up it, while we were discussing things. You can't answer it, man. Somebody's got to, you know, tweet us or something like that. Or get on. Um, somebody's got to get on. Uh, you can't even get the, get out the, the right address for the Facebook for the page. Com. <laughs> lawyer for the city dot com. Uh, on on Twitter, uh, OOB Radio, or either uh, Facebook. Yeah, OOB backslash or forward slash Facebook. Whatever that is. But, yeah, you know, I just figured we'd have a trivia question. Since it is All-Star Week, or All-Star, excuse me, All-Star Weekend coming up. I mean, look at the Dunk Custer example. They have a Plumlee in it. Mason Plumlee is in the Dunk. How many people said <laughs> no before Mason Plumlee was like, okay, I'll yeah. do it? I mean, yes, yeah. that, yeah. did, did they call Greg Oden first? That's a bad Jeopardy question. I mean, could there have been not, there's so many other people I would have rather just seen out there than Mason Plumley. Well, nobody I mean, like does putting, it. It's like putting Carlos Boozer out there. Let's just put Boozer. Just make it layups. Why do it? I mean, it's no one's. These guys are making. You know, the thing. Of, you know what though? That's a good point because back you know '80s in the '80s before the money started really really flowing, those were that was the you could probably. 
make some bread doing the dunk contest. He made and like it would 50 be, grand it or would something. Be, but it would be worth it, though. But isn't it I mean, with kids today? Now it's like, nah. Listen, I'm not, I guess I'm not in touch with the youth as much as I, I would. I don't even claim to be, but. I mean, oh, Trevor, it, Trevor. Don't, it, wouldn't don't it be say, like a. Don't say youth and touch in the same. Yeah, There's too, you. too much going on out there. The, the two youths. Uh, but yeah. isn't it like a badge of honor amongst your peers winning a dunk contest? I mean, if anything, I would think it that way. Like, I know, like. It's the cool what, thing to NBA? be able to dunk. Yeah, that's that's the the thing amongst the kids is is nah. dunking, doing impress, impressive dunks. If so, winning a dunk contest, saying claiming you're the best dunker of that year, nah. would be almost a badge of honor, and you'd want to do it. You'd you know want to. You know why? Because you can get on Sports Center during the game. Well, I mean, but you don't have to win a dunk contest. I mean, to be honest with you, they'll probably show more people wearing Dwight Howard like jackets from last night at the All Star Game. They will show dunk highlights. Well, yeah, this weekend, yeah. yeah. But I'm t- but during the season, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's that's just how it is. And then plus the the dunks that and the the dunks uh, who would be who would be a great dunker though? Who would be a great dunker? That's a good question. Who would be a great dunker in the NBA today? Because you got these big guys. I don't want to see Anthony Davis dunk. He's too tall. I don't want to see Dwight Howard dunk. He's too tall. I want to, yeah. you know, who do you want to see dunk? You got to have, I, I mean, I don't want to say put a cap on the size, but I'd say 6'8", maybe. The tallest I'd want my dunker to be anywhere below 6'8", obviously, clearly is okay. I'm no problem with it. If you're the smaller you are, even the better. As long as you're not doing Nate Robinson where it takes you like an hour and a half to complete a dunk. <laughs> and then, to, and then, yeah, the thing they got it now, I, yeah, the, the, I don't the, mind. The format is I'll, horrible. The format sucks. The format Awful. is horrible. I don't mind the, the contest, but the format is horrible. And then plus... Who wants to see LeBron? You've seen LeBron James dunk numerous times. He's going to have to like fall from the sky and jump off a trampoline but see, that's and an- do some other stuff before you're impressed. That's another problem I have with dunk contests, and I blame a little bit to this when I pointed out the D. Brown deteriorating from that point on, is the, the, the character the, the, the character is making everything so uh, caricatures of dunks, like blowing out cupcakes and, and blindfolds and – <laughs> just some of the things they do are just goofy. Listen, I know yeah. it, when, it, when we talked about the break, you know, Brandon, about music, everything's been done, can be done before. and you, right. you can't. It's hard to say you're ripping off somebody because there's only so many chords you can do. I know there's only so right. many dunks you can do, but you know what? I may have seen a Kenny Walker, Skywalker uh, windmill dunk before 1989. I'll still be just as impressed with it if I see Zach Levine do it. Oh, yeah, no Listen, doubt. I don't need you to do see, creative do stuff it? because Zach Levine, who's in the dunk contest, Who's that? The guard out of UCLA. He's a pretty explosive dunker. Oh, I thought he could so. be. I was no. like Adam Levine. <laughs> no, that's that's about the equivalent of having Mason Plumlee in there. Is <laughs> Adam Levine? It's the guy from uh, Maroon Five. Zach Levine. Zach Levine. No, because three of the four guys in it, I think, can be impressive dunkers. The Greek Freak, Zach Levine, and um, I'm drawing a blank on the third guy now that, that outside of the Plumlee that's in it. But I remember being someone that caught my eye. So three out of four actually aren't bad guys. But you need the format's a big problem that we we both agree the on. That's horrible. And the fact that people try to just do things that they haven't seen before, don't do that. I don't want to say I don't do, listen. I yes, you'll occasionally you have an invention come out of nowhere like an Isaiah Ryder under the leg thing. But He's, for the most part, uh, everything's been done has been done before. And just because you can, you you've seen Dominique's windmill doesn't mean it's not as impressive and won't get a forty eight still seeing you do it. No, I told I totally agree. I totally agree with you. But uh, it's it's yeah, man. Is that you got me on that Zach Levine? <laughs> you say like guard, you say plays with the Timberwolves. 
Who is Zach Levine? Uh, <laughs> I don't watch enough. Obviously, I do. He's unfortunately he for the Timberwolves. He's the one when he got drafted. You can see him. Say, he denied it later on, but at the draft, he he could see him mouth and uh, saying basically his displeasure about having been drafted by Minnesota. He <laughs> 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 well, could he, he could read his lips and he denied saying it, but you can read his lips and know what that's, he said. That's acceptable. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. We went all this time. What, what's up? This Chris Paul thing, man. What, what's did we talk about that last week? I don't know. No, about his but, displeasure towards uh, women yeah, officials. I don't. I mean, what's the big deal? Because this thing happened like what? I don't know. Last week. Last yeah, week last or so. Week. Yeah, he just got. He got the lady. The late. She. He says she. I think I've never seen so much trouble over pronoun, but he says she. What's wrong with that? He got fired to it. You can't. You can't. Uh, what do you call it? We can't, can't criticize referees in you general. You can't criticize male or a ref. Female. He got fined, and that, and that's it. I mean, I don't see where you got to get the National Organization of Women and Susan B. Anthony and the petticoat vote out against them because, you know, my thing is the NBA is being is being hypocritical. Why do you only have two female referees? Well, they've got it's, – it's a hard business for women. They've got to ease it it's in. It's a hard business for women. Well, I mean, you got to think women are going to get <laughs> bashed for it. I don't think it should matter. Somebody said female. you can go to WNBA. If she can physically, if she can physically endure running up and down the court, then – her ability to call a game, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. You're going to tell you it doesn't determine if you can discover what a travel and a blocking foul is. I mean, that's Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, man. I, I, I don't know, man. I just think this this women thing is – I've seen a couple of games with women refs that I haven't had a problem with any of their calls. No, no more than a male referee I would have a problem with. It's some of the things they may call. I mean, you know, yeah, but from what I understand, you know, she, he was like, uh-uh. He said – what did he say? He said, uh-uh. He's like, no, uh-uh. He wanted to get the ball out quick, which is what Clippers do. They were getting creamed that night. And and, and Doc Doc Rivers got a tee. He got a tee. Matt Barnes got a tee. Now, I don't know how many tees that the woman gave him. They got like five. Like they the, lead, and then it's fans, like the Billy Crystal movie for getting Paris. Like, they lead the league in technical <laughs> fouls anyway. He threw Kareem. He threw the guy that pulled the nachos on the <laughs> cheese on the nachos out of the game. But, but I'm like, come on, man. I mean, you know, let the people play, man. You can't. Yeah, I think the lady, she's a rookie. I think she'll, I think she'll learn from it. To be honest with it, I mean, I don't, but I don't. I'm not like people are like, oh man, it's hard enough being a woman referee and blah blah blah. Like, what are you talking about? She chose that job. It's not like you know, it's not like um going to school. You're the only woman that goes to school because they don't let you go to school. I mean, you made it to be a woman referee. Oh, to be an NBA referee, I mean, and it's going to be tough for the first couple of women in the tough referee for because because players are going to take advantage of you. I mean, they're going to do, and you're going to they're going to see Being a woman. They're going to see not only just see a woman, but they're going to see a new ref, and they're going to take advantage of it and yeah, and yeah. try to, to be the so bully probably, and control it. It's a percentage of it, the woman thing. Yeah, you got to admit that it's a it's a it's a percentage of sexism, but it's also a percentage of her being a rookie. By the way, this is not completely related, but this quote I just read on uh, Twitter. Via of uh, Adam Himmelsbach, former Courier Journal, now covering the NBA up in Boston, from Evan Turner, who said, "Why?" When asked why he's not interested in this weekend's All Star Game, quote, "Because Fifty Shades of Grey is coming out." That doesn't <laughs> describe Evan Turner's career. I don't know what does. Evan Turner, yeah, yeah that a, doesn't describe the bust that is the number two pick, former number two pick in the draft. Evan Turner, you say he's a bust. Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't think he was that good in college, man. I I liked him, and he can be a talented player because he's a skill set. He's not that. Athletic. But to be number two player when you compare it to that, yeah, it's a bust. He's and not I, and that I said athletic, I remember though. saying that day that the Sixers were fools for passing on Boogie Cousins with that number two pick, I, and they're yeah, obviously they regretting that, it. But now. I think that they um. 
I think that uh, I think that what's his name? He he came out the same class as Demarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Wall went one. Evan Turner went two. Cousins went. Cousins went four. I can't I remember think, who went three. I forget. I think what's his name? I think uh, I think uh, what is his name? Evan Turner. I think he benefited from being at Ohio State because they were bad. I mean, not bad. The Big Ten wasn't that great that year. I mean, he was a he was the a guy because I saw him at the Big Ten championship when they beat who did they beat Michigan State. Well, remember they, they beat Michigan, Michigan and he hit that shot from like half court to, yeah, to win the game. But that yeah. wasn't the finals, though. No, that it was the semi- second round. Yeah, semifinals. Yeah. But the finals Derek Favors went. Derek Favors and Wesley Johnson went three and four. The finals was horrible. I didn't think. I don't think Evan Turner's that athletic. I think he's lucky to like you know still be balling. He was. Uh, I mean, he was kind of come out of nowhere. Kid out of Chicago. Uh, <laughs> did, wasn't biggest recruit out of Chicago, but he was also. He's that point he forward Ohio position, State, man. Well, yeah, just because I mean, you don't have to be a big recruit to go to Ohio State. I mean, you can That's be a middle saying. of the class recruit. He went to Ohio State. Yeah, and he was he was like a three star, I think, when he came out three or four. Charlie, star. You talking about Charlie, Charlie Scott's son goes to Ohio State? That's what that was. That tell you. Uh, he should have went to Carolina if he was that good. Well, if that's the case, and Jim, Jimmy Jackson's kid, who I big one of the greatest Ohio State Buckeyes of all time, goes to Wisconsin. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, no. What I'm saying is. Well, yeah, it's probably because Wisconsin's better well, than Ohio well, State. Well, no, Wisconsin recruited him. He wasn't a big recruit. Well, well Wisconsin's better than Ohio State. Now. I think Ohio State should learn a lesson when they skipped well, on the— But my point was the opposite. If, you, if your dad went to Carolina and you go to Ohio State, you're not that good. So you go to Ohio State. So by that, by virtue of that, Ohio State's not that good. That's what I'm saying. Well, North, that's the payback for North Carolina stealing uh, Sean, uh, Scott, uh, Sean May's kid, or Scott May's kid from Indiana, nah, Sean May. Where is he now? Let's do an addition to that. We bring Indiana people up for him. Well, man. talking about because his dad played in Indiana. Well, and yeah, he man. went to North Carolina. So North undefeated. Carolina lost one one second generation but gained another. Is that the last undefeated team? 70 Indiana? Yeah. That's right. Last team to finish the entire season undefeated, yes. 40 and 0, baby. Interesting trivia. 45 and 0. I got a trivia question for you. Indiana was one of actually two teams in the 1976 Final Four to be undefeated. Can you name the other? Carolina? Nope. Indiana State? I don't know. No, that was 1980 or 1979. Who? Uh, Rutgers. Oh, with uh, Eddie Jordan. Eddie Jordan. Yeah. Eddie Jordan. Mm-hmm. They oh. lost. They lost to Michigan in the semifinals in their first loss of the season. Michigan. You know, Eddie, you know what Eddie Mes- Jordan's doing now? Coaching Rutgers. Is he still coaching Rutgers? Yeah, he's still there. He ain't got fired yet. <laughs> and I'm thinking about the kid. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about Todd. I'm thinking about Bozeman. Todd Bozeman. He used to coach yeah, he got, California. He got he's fired, coaching some yeah. team in D.C. Now he's like he was with he, he was with an all black the all black school uh, Moorhead or Morehouse. No, no, no. Morgan Morehouse? State. Morgan, Morgan State, State. Yeah, yeah. He's in Morgan State. I don't know if he's still there, but he was there a while. He was, you're right. You're yeah. right. He. Was, I think he still is there. I mean, because he, he got blackballed he out of. He went from uh, Sharif Abdul Rahim and Lamont and Jason, Murray, Jason, Jason Kidd. Yeah. Kid. Well, that's why he got. In trouble and thrown out of California well, was because of uh, his uh, inability to follow the rules. By any means necessary, man. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why there's rules. Anarchy. <laughs> there you go. But look, man, we got the going deep guys chomping at the bit, man. He up in here and Patagonians and suits and ties and all that type stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, we got all three here on top of All it. three, baby. The three. Right. The three. Uh, Trace Amigos. Hey, we're about to get out of here, man. Well, which one's Steve Martin? Which one's Chevy Chase? And which one is uh, Martin Short? The three amigos. I don't know. I see. Ch- Chad they, is definitely Martin Short. He's they a goofy looking that one. In a couple minutes. He got <laughs> Vanderbilt Adidas shirt on. Yeah, I got to see. C- CJ's the Chevy Chase. He's the leader of the group. I think I'm gonna give him the leadership, bro. 
But look, <laughs> we're out of here, man. Until next week, Wednesday, 5 o'clock. You know what time it is. It's, it's uh, LoyFoodC.com, Facebook, Blast Splash, forward slash, backsplash. That's in the kitchen. Uh, forward slash, Splash Brothers. OOB. <laughs> Uh, Twitter, what is that? What's up? OOB Radio. We're out of here. We love you, man. Peace. Out of bounds.